Support for this podcast comes from American Express, who is proud to be backing 100 Black women entrepreneurs, like Ree Scott, who founded a boxing community for women. Boxing helps women and girls to build their confidence. Or Taylor Long, who founded a clothing brand for all. Everyone should have access to the same style of clothing, no matter their size. 100 Black women entrepreneurs. 100% backing of American Express business. Meet the 100 at AmericanExpress.com slash 100 for 100. Aren't you tired of hearing opinions that are just plain wrong? Well, hi, I'm Trey Kennedy, comedian and host of Correct Opinions Podcast, where every opinion is correct, in my opinion. Each week, I'll roast the internet's craziest trends and the most baffling baby names to hopefully make you laugh, but also to make sure we're all on the same page, because if you name your kid like Moon or something, I'm probably going to roast you on the show, okay? I scour the internet for the funniest videos and cringiest moments, and I give you my opinions on everything on the web, which luckily for you, again, are always correct. So please subscribe to Correct Opinions with Trey Kennedy, available free on Apple Podcasts, Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today on Classic Black Dude, the podcast that puts the hipsters with fellas and thugs, every type of black dude from the beginning to the end, we have my man's Langston Kerman, writer for Southside Comedy Central Half Hour, and has an album called Light Skin Feelings, and my brother Rob Hayes from Atlanta, writer for Sherman Showcase, actor. And has a great album called Hazelpedia. We are discussing Dave Chappelle's special, censorship, ownership, what it's like to bomb, what's going too far, and how to make it as a writer in Hollywood. Right here on Classic Black Dude, available everywhere. I watched every episode of Girlfriends, and that was like the end of my UPN run. That was the end of yeah, UPN. Yeah, I was about to say, that they didn't that, go you know, much longer after that. Game, like, the game was, was UPN, right? Yeah. That was after? Nah, it's like, I think that's the beginning of CW. Oh, that's the beginning of CW. I feel like yeah. yes. Girlfriends and then Eve were sort of like the last sort of uh, iterations of the UPN like primetime lineup. What about yeah. one-on-one? What was there that? was a one-on-one spinoff. Right. Where they went to like there a, wasn't enough character development. They, <laughs> it was like Arnez <laughs> and uh, and uh, oh, what was Kyler Pratt's name? Uh, and they lived oh, with like yeah. and Flex and no, no Flex, Flex wasn't involved. Flex really. daughter. Oh oh no no no. One on one was um the was Mary Jane from no no. That's you're thinking of uh, you're thinking of half and half half, half and half. And half. half. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One Still on one. Still a great was, theme song. One like, on one. Yeah. 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 It was yeah. one on one because he was a basketball player, and then yeah. he had this illegitimate kid. But then he became a weatherman, the flat app man. Uh huh. Yes. Or no, maybe no. He was a sports guy. Yeah, he was a, sports he was a guy journalist. Then, that yeah. was the wave where like. Do you remember the Kadeem Hardison project where he was a journalist in Chicago? No, and it was uh, a, between brothers. Between brothers, yeah. And it was Tommy Fox, Davidson. Thursday nights. It was Tommy Davidson, Kadeem Hardison, Hardison, the same dude from One on One, who was who was his Robert, best friend? Robert on the Cosby Show was his little brother. Yeah, him and, and the same dude from One on One. Yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 ch- the chubby. The and chubby he was a weatherman. That's why I got confused. Those commercials during them shows like that was yeah. like, oh shit, we used to drink that, and like that's like seeing what they marketed to when you were that age and what you thought about those commercials. Yeah, there there was something really fun about when advertising was was hitting a whole market at once, yeah. as opposed to now we do it on our phones. So they're doing stuff specifically for you. you yeah, know what like I mean? what you just Google. Yeah. It's like, like popping up. Yeah, but there was a time when they were like, we don't know nothing about y'all. We don't so know a damn thing. We just like, assume you all like nuggets. Like, if you don't like it, that's it. Well, then we saw it so much that we they they determined it. Because mm-hmm. so, we saw so many nugget commercials, it was just like, oh, you're telling us what yeah. we into. I do like nuggets. Come on, man. <laughs> Every school had that Sprite machine with Grant Hill on it. Mm. I didn't have that one. Oh, Ours man. Ours had like, it was some white lady. I'm from Coca-Cola Town, USA. I was about to say, so. that feels like a very <laughs> southern. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, Coke. Did you see the um did you see the, the, the Netflix about the Coca-Cola black dude, uh Clarence? No. Hey, <laughs> this sounds <laughs> this sounds I like I want a him sketch. to just be named Clarence. <laughs> this is gonna uh, Coca-Cola uh, black. Be like, dude. Let's uh, the clip. Clarence? <laughs> uh, 
Jack? No last name, just Clarence. Jackson? Coca-Cola Clarence. <laughs> Coca-Cola Clarence? Yeah, oh, I'm surprised you didn't see that. He was like the reason why, um, and we'll get into I'm that not sure you've too. seen it. No, yeah. Clarence Avon. You don't have a lot of information. You haven't seen, you haven't seen the Clarence Avon? You haven't told us anything about His this His name man. is Clarence Avon, <laughs> and he did a deal with, because in the 70s, you're from Atlanta, um, they they were... They were trying to get Hank Aaron some money, some some sponsorships. Come on, this motherfucker about to break the home run record. Oh, I did see that. <laughs> see? Yeah, yeah, Mr. yeah. Mr. Black uh, Godfather? Hazel PD, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So oh, now like, you're, Black oh. Godfather is a term I know. Yeah. You don't know the name <laughs> of the guy? I don't know Coca-Cola Clarence. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best that part of the whole the docu- name of the documentary. That was, that was the best <laughs> part. That was the best part. Niggas drink Coke? That was the best part, and he got Hank Aaron a multi-million dollar deal off that button. That's great. Good for him. Man. We, I, that's why I don't, everybody, and we're going to talk about the Jay-Z thing in a minute. Rob Hayes and Langston Kerman, two two guys who I met at different points of uh, comedy. When I met Langston, he looked up. He looked up to me. Yeah, and that was like, <laughs> I, whenever I'm talking to him about like the business and stuff like that, I'm like, man, this got to be weird for somebody who used to look up to me for to be asked like, man, how do I get a job? Like, it's, I know that's like the the the, yeah, the passion. When, when I started open micing, you were already like doing things in Chicago. You were like, yeah. you were killing it. Yeah, that was that You're was still a killing it. I don't topical. mean to make this is sounding sad in a yeah. way that I don't want it to. But yeah, you shouldn't have agreed. Yeah. You should have yeah. been like, oh, but man, no, no, still got he, it. he was honest first. I you know it was a cartoon. Yeah. Nah, he, he I made this cartoon. <laughs> Rob's a sellout. You know how quick he, he just, just turned he just on go me? whatever the wave go. I tried to put y'all on the same side so y'all could agree, but nah, this wave. dude turned on me. <laughs> Rob is a wave rider. Um, I met Rob. I don't know. Was it in New York first? Yes, I met Rob at Hannibal's show when he was running the the Knitting Factory, and uh, I had never seen him before, and I I was a little tight because he was killing. And I was like, <laughs> well, he's new. This can't pay off that much. <laughs> so <laughs> I walked outside, and I go on Instagram, and Reggie Watts posted killing and Rob's photo. And I was just like, fuck, I got to befriend this man. <laughs> that was insane. He, he already gone. You remember that, right? Yeah. No. That was Cause he didn't tag you at all, but I was like, "Damn, I'm at the same show watching him kill." And I, I went outside to not deal with this, and <laughs> it was oh, like man. a pre like repost, you know, like right. it was like I screenshotted it and then posted it, and then I was like, "I don't even know if this is cool or not." But right, <laughs> it, oh, the just, culture hadn't existed. Yet. Yeah, well, oh, there yeah. were no, there weren't five repost regram apps yet. Right, you and I was just visiting New York, and people back home were going crazy. They were like, "Rob is on now," and this is before Corden. This is like just ah, Reggie Watts. Right. <laughs> you know, this what I'm was saying? before. Bullet item, bullet item, bullet <laughs> no, item. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, like people who knew Reggie Watts just knew him as like somebody who's funny, and yeah. so mm-hmm. yeah. all before he did, yeah, yeah, yeah the before new Michael the, Winslow. Yeah. He, I mean, he just yeah, he wow, just been, <laughs> wow. Before what? <laughs> I said the new Michael Winslow. Yep. Wow, <laughs> there it is. I mean, he's. I mean, I don't. That's what's so crazy about right now, and really why I want to talk to y'all because of just. There is no uh, set space for any type of black dude comedy or really black people in comedy like it once was. Like my heroes are all those like nerdy black comics who started out like during the Def Jam era and just like, damn, I'll never be on the blackest thing on TV. Yeah. Like the the closest, I think, um, the writer he wrote for, um, he wrote for Living Single, Warren Hutchinson. Hutchinson? Warren Hutchinson? He was a tall dude, and he was the only dude I ever saw go up there, and he had no energy. It was just flat. It was just jokes. It was a very 2018 Brooklyn set, and it was just the... Like, the jokes were that good that people laughed, but it wasn't like Eddie Griffin. That was sort of what Deion Cole, like started off as was like a very anti the comic view vibe like by going up with the notebook and like crossing it out in front of everybody to show that like no i'm not gonna put energy behind it was all black comedy yeah yeah it was was super it was revolutionary Yeah. yeah and i mean that fucking voice you can't really 
Yeah, he but talks when funny. you <laughs> yeah when you watch his older stuff, it's not you know like that. He was even more deadpan back in the day. But no, like you watch this like old Comic View and like like early Def Jam stuff. He's got like. He's got like dress clothes on. He don't have the notebook. <laughs> dress He's clothes. like, yeah, like the, uh, uh-huh. the 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 like the the what's the suit that crossover the uh, the nineties suit? You know the, the New Jack Swing got, suit? Not the, the New Jack oh. Swing suit, but like <laughs> like, the, like, a, like a vest and some dress pants. So like, really? yeah, on Comic View he had like a fedora on and stuff, and it's like, man, Deion no Cole. way, that yeah. was not Deion Cole. Yeah, that was Michael Collier, man. What yeah, you it was <laughs> no. I mean, he was still he was still hilarious, but it was just like a a whole different swag. But I always wonder, like, what what changed, like, what happened. Cause I, mean, I like cause when you see him like with the notebook and the Gucci belt and all that like that's the Deion Cole that, that you develop made me want to you know do stand up but I always wonder like like what happened I know? was talking to somebody about that with uh, with the Chappelle transitions right like that yeah. from his half hour to now his voice has changed massively. Right. Like he went from like that sort of very high all mm-hmm. up here, and now it's like very low, very like sort of calculated. Eight hundred cigarettes a day will fuck your voice. Yeah, I mean, it will sure. change your voice. And whatever like push-ups and steroids he was sort of mixing and, together that and like just shit aging. Right. But I do know what you're saying. It was a cartoon character. Yeah, but before. It, I to Rob's point, I think there probably was a conscious choice at some point in that in those periods where it's like. I don't want to have to sell jokes this way anymore. Or I would like to be able to feel more like myself on stage. And this version of it allows me to do that maybe a little easier than before. Was there a distinctive period y'all had that y'all either regret or is like the most memorable? Oh, I remember that, Rob. I was trying to be this. I think it's all part of the evolution. Like, I think, like, when you're talking about people like Deion Cohen, Chappelle, you're thinking about, you know, they were playing to 90s sensibilities and then 2000s sensibilities, and now our sensibilities are different. You know, right. the way we right. consume comedy is different. The way that we, you know, the stuff that we have seen is different. You know, like, yeah. there was a time curse words were revolutionary. Just right. the yeah. fact that you use them and without hesitation it's was why like, we still talk about Lenny oh my Bruce. god right right you know and then there was a time where certain subject matters and then there's you know so right um but as far as my journey i don't regret anything but i do i do think of like oh there were certain times where i was like experimenting and, and Who, who'd you do or who, do, who have you most felt like man i'm just doing an imitation of this comedian that i look up to I was doing that with Chappelle. You were doing the Chappelle sure. for a long time? I don't know that I was doing like a, a direct imitation, but I yeah. do know that there would be like tags or moments where it's like, come on, bro, that's just a that's just something that's Chappelle, just a Chappelle finish. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, you just put a Chappelle in right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just put a C on the end of that joke and uh, try to play it off like that was something you built on your own. Yeah. Rory Scovel had me wrecked for like a good couple weeks. Okay. He had the whole Atlanta scene like wrecked for a second. Rory's where like we comedy. saw Rory Scovel and then we were like, That's comedy. That's what I'ma do. I'ma go up there. <laughs> what happens, happens. Yeah. We're gonna build this together. It's gonna be amazing. Then it was like, Boy, that man Rory is good. Yeah. Atlanta like, got one voice. Yeah. We, <laughs> they didn't really build with you yeah, as much as you, 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 you see you see one joke not work and you're like, oh, I'm not doing that no more. That's what it feels like when jokes like that don't hit. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh man, Rory had me messed up. Like there was there was definitely times where I was like I got to figure out how to do that. I think, I mean, that's a, it's a testament to sort of the skill of those guys where like you can make a bunch of people want to emulate a thing that they cannot emulate at all. They cannot that, recreate. Yeah. It that's the dumbest thing ever. You've seen somebody do like a 360 dunk and you're like, I, I got to start that. spinning on my layups <laughs> yeah. so that once I can jump high, that's no, that's why I don't like, I want to know your thoughts on like, I don't, I don't, People make the big thing about having writers. Like it was the big thing with um, with Kevin Hart having writers and what's a writer and does that take away and did Richard have writers? I think if you create a thing 
and people can write for that voice, then you have carte blanche to have as many writers as possible. For example, like my, I was rock for like the first, how long have I been doing comedy? <laughs> like eight, seven, eight years. It was like, I'm just doing Chris Rock. Which but rock? From my experiences. Oh, um, are you born suspect rock? Or are you full like bigger and blacker? What's funny is I, it's almost like Benjamin Button. Like so, I started out like bigger and blacker, and now I feel like I'm more born suspect. Mm. Just because born suspect was a little bit rawer and a little more conversational. Mm. Like I feel like him. Yeah, now, he got more performative as he went along. Yeah. So like, I don't I don't know, but although he, now he's hit. He he took a step back on that performance. I think at least in Tambourine, it was a little more like Tambourine was more raw. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. it was more like this is the shit that's going. On. It was still like he had those punches mm-hmm. in it, but it was like I'm just there's more narrative. He's not pacing the stage like he was before. I didn't see the nigga move once. <laughs> when I saw him, I saw him run it uh, in Brooklyn. Yeah, we know like, more now. We know that's not his voice. You know mm. what I'm saying? There were there was a time where his his onstage persona is how he would be on Oprah, how he'd be on Letterman, right. how he would be on Conan. That's, That's true. And now, like we've seen him promote so many movies and junkets, and where podcasts. he's like, "Man, I'm a, yo, I'm a zebra." You know, yeah. so to the point where it's like they they we also know what his real voice sounds like. They sort of so blew he up could his present his real voice, his spot on the. I mean, not in a bad way, but they like we've heard all those stories about how he runs bits now. Where it's like, oh, he'll go to the cellar and he'll do it oh, without yeah. any energy. And then when it's time to really perform, he'll go do it the right way in front of the big crowds, whatever. And it's like, okay, now that we know the trick, it's a, l- a lot less sexy of a trick mm-hmm. than when we just thought, like you said, that's how you talk all the time. That's what people get it fucked up, that you're off stage how you are on stage or like the 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 common hey let's get a drink after your show it's like no you think yeah. i'm just gonna do another 15 minutes right at, at old town <laughs> pub there's some people that will there's some yeah. you ever you oh. ever been on the road with that person and they're like they're still on at the bar afterwards and they're like it's it, if you have a stage name <laughs> After I don't think it's just those people. It's no. not just them. And some hey, people with stage names I'm do not know how to turn it off. Stage name shame. You nah, know, I'm not stage name shaming. I'm just saying that I didn't even finish what I was saying. Shame yeah, but, I, but shame if on you, you have one, first of all, there's a, there's a difference between having a stage name. And your first name on Facebook being comedian—that is, that's true too. Because you don't get introduced as comedian. I'm not gonna shame you if you have a stage name. What if you have comedian? comedian, Has to be worse. But if your first, if your family and friends got to type in comedian to find you, (laughs) that's messed up. What if you have comedian and then a stage? Yeah, now you're wilding. Nor uh, no, I mean the there's a lot of people in that Venn diagram. That middle is fat. (laughs) Comedian, comedian is the. a real Mr. or Mrs. Fat Black. Stage name. <laughs> <laughs> and then a last name. Yeah. I don't, I, I never, I thankfully came straight in with Clark Jones. And people thought that was fake. Like at the Laugh Factory, you got to put your real name. And I remember I, I was signing for it. And they, oh, damn. You're, like all my shit is real for the most part. Mm-hmm. It's like, like, I know y'all both deal with, but you did poetry. So your shit yeah. might be more a little bit. Is your shit based on real, like everything? Like the the comedy itself? The comedy itself. Yeah, it's hyperbolic for sure. Okay. I mean, we See, all. That's a hard word degree? right there. What was your degree in? <laughs> Tell the people. I have a master's in poetry. Yeah. I have a master's in journalism. And here I am doing you... free podcasts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we yeah. ain't getting paid. This is this is this is this is poetry, Langston. Comedian, writer, comedian, Southside. Did you do with Sherman Showcase too? No, no, no. I, I, this I was Robinson a, right here. <laughs> I oh, was yeah. briefly in an episode, but I had nothing you, to do with the writing of the, it. And yo, my man Hyperbolic. Yo, <laughs> Diallo and Bashir. Bashir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to try to say the last name. Nah, we're not going to do that. Do I ain't no poetry major. <laughs> <laughs> they are creating this umbrella yeah. of like entertainment, and mm-hmm. it's dope to see. That's what brought me out to LA. I think. Um, the the most inspirational thing that they've done is figured out a way to keep putting people on that they they rock with 
It's just like it's. I mean, yeah. Bashir's entire family is in Southside. I saw that, and it's not because he had to do that, or even necessarily like that benefits anyone. But him being like, I want this community to be a real reflection of what my Southside experience was. Y'all help make it, so you should be a part of it. Kind of thing. yeah, it's pretty dope. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like just to see like that old Spike Lee Scorsese where they work with the same people, and they it, it, it's got to make the job easier because you don't have to. Exp- re-explain certain things yeah right yeah but then in the in the construction it was never like oh we got to work in this person we got to work in this cousin it just it just worked yeah what uh what was the what was the experience like in sherman showcase when you like got there because this is your first scripted yeah it's my my first staff job uh i mean it was it was a great experience it was so much freedom you know learning curve was a big learning curve not really okay. not really like it was but it was so much freedom to a point it was like a little scary because it was like well what if i'm not doing this right and then they it, just trusted you yeah yeah it was a lot of trust and then did you have a writing partner assigned or was sometimes it just sometimes you know uh at first it was a free-for-all you know if you want to work with somebody you just work with them okay. uh, if you want to work by yourself you just work by yourself and then after a while you know people I guess after you know, kind of figuring out who does what, people mm-hmm. were kind of paired together. But okay. yeah, what what about? And this wasn't your first. You, uh, Lynx, you were. Hold on, I was looking at this shit because I studied the credits. <laughs> you were second script supervisor. Uh, I don't know. Will Maybe. Miles was your boss. Fuck out of here. I'll flip no, this it, panda it colored a, table that was, over. That was, a, that was a distinction. How your, dare you, it, sir? It was like assistant script. Will Miles ain't nobody's boss. It's a Will Miles script supervisor. <laughs> Will Miles is a black comedian as well. Nah, Will's and great. Who we, we Clark's like, best his, friend who's yeah, trying to big up. I mean, yeah, he, he, was, uh, he, he wanted to do the podcast, but he's working right now. <laughs> he's really trying to play me right yeah. now. Yeah, this nigga. He, he wanted to be here, but he's too busy getting money your old boss uh, had things to do <laughs> and current boss because it's still Southside is still got uh, still I, uh, on air. both this was so dope before you before you say that both shows that you guys individually wrote for 100% on Rotten Tomatoes both uh, shows tight. Yeah. you didn't know that no both shows 100% I don't I don't give a shit. subscribe to any of that <laughs> stuff. yeah it's that's that's that for new for what debut cool shows answer. I mean, it's it honestly that's, the that's only a cool, cool. Yo, I don't subscribe yeah. to anything. I don't subscribe to Rotten Tomatoes. I'm not trying to be I don't on have no shit. magazines. All right, I'm going to let y'all get your no books out. I don't have no streaming service. <laughs> I don't never subscribe. People be like, 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 comment. I'll like, like and comment, but you I know still, what I won't do? <laughs> subscribe. I just use my Hotmail, and I don't check that. So Where are we on this maybe, checklist? Maybe, maybe I, I do subscribe and I'm don't even know I'm about ready to go. I don't subscribe to none of that, If Will don't subscribe, I don't subscribe. Your critics, I don't even see you. As his staff assistant, I don't move without his you know permission. But go ahead with your question. I I uh, I just find the idea of critics pretty toxic in general. Like I For think sure. that it's uh, where they, the people who are deciding that Sherman Showcase and Southside are good are also the type of people that I never really wanted laughing at the thing in the first place. And so I am, fortunately, we are a part of something that's benefiting from their critique. Right. But if I were on the other side of it, I would not have those same feelings right like yeah. i'd be upset about that experience so it's like nah even when y'all are praising me i don't fuck with y'all so that was I'm the good. realest advice i ever got in stand-up was that the after a bomb in a set um the people who didn't laugh know as much about comedy as the people who were going nuts mm-hmm. over the same jokes yeah they have the same knowledge so don't get too big up when they loving you and don't get too low when they fucking are just staring at you. Yeah. It's, it's the same jokes, and they have the same, like, damn, this crowd is really smart, no? No. They ain't smarter than the ones that I, didn't like it. I've, I've said it a million times. I think I treat every crowd like they are my enemies. Mm. They are my enemies that I am trying to to find neutral ground with that I can, like, convince to, like, team up with me and, like, do a thing. But at the end of the day, y'all ain't, we ain't a squad. This isn't, yeah. this isn't a joint effort together. You are people that that otherwise would murder me if I do not give you what you want. 
that's crazy. That's one approach. That's insane. That's like, one that's approach. like the my approach is like we all are gonna have a good time. Ah. Like I'm the leader, but we're gonna have a good time together. No, I don't. I don't not want those feelings. That definitely is the sentiment I'm driving towards. But I don't trust them. That's not. We haven't built a bond, and there's no bond we can build that guarantees they stay with me. Look at the Chappelle thing. You gotta have so much fun with people you don't trust. Yeah, I do have fun. Rob, what is, what is Rob the, do you think I'm not having fun on stage? You don't sound like it. You well, sound yeah. like you're going to battle. You yeah. sound like the Kobe of comedy. Yeah. yeah. You sound oh, like this. I just bought some Kobe's. He's new, right. new new bio. <laughs> Life skin mamba. Let's do yeah. it. <laughs> you sound like I think we got a new I Yeah, knew. right. Shaking hands after the Yo. show. I don't want to touch any audience member. Remember the I'll Kevin shake your load up a couple Uzis. <laughs> we got a couple shotguns. We're gonna tell some yuck yucks. It's gonna be great. <laughs> you do uh I don't ooh, I don't I'm a mixture of both. Like I'm 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 reactive. So like I'll go up and if they giving me nothing, that's when I turn into Langston. But if <laughs> yeah. if if they laughing if they're laughing or if they're laughing too hard, I'll turn into Langston. Yeah, but even it's probably even better in, to be Langston off rip. It's probably better because there's been times where I've been burnt, where I've been like, oh, we're gonna have a good time, and then like, oh, I hate you guys, and now harder. I gotta now I gotta switch. But it's even in, but, even in hating them, it's not it's not then I'm scolding them. It's not me going up and being like, y'all are my enemies, and I'm going to shame you for it. It's like you are not to be trusted. And therefore, I have to always that's, be maneuvering <laughs> to get you trustworthy. Yeah, no, you don't trust them. Like you don't. Like you, I, I don't ever ask open-ending questions because you know because you can't trust just, them. Because you can't trust them. You, yeah, yeah, you can't. You got. You got to know yeah. what you're gonna say, you no know, matter what they respond with. But there's plenty of times where, in uh, speaking and making a point, I do say rhetorical questions, but. If they, you know, if they've shown me that they can't handle a rhetorical question, I have to eliminate that. Damn. You know? Speaking because of eliminate that, we got to take a quick break. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to eliminate that answer. We'll be right back on Classic Black Dude Podcast with Rob Hayes and Langston. Angry man, light-skinned mamba, Herman. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies. At CDWG, we get that migrating your agency to a hyper-converged infrastructure is challenging. Like me switching to decaf. Gotta do it, don't wanna do it, but gotta do it. Whoa, slow down, friend. CDWG's experts can help simplify your transition from legacy to hyper-converged infrastructure with Dell EMC solutions that offer speed and agility. Do it, do it. Have you done it? Is it done yet? Why isn't it done yet? IT orchestration by CDWG. People who get it. Find out more at cdwg.com slash EMC. Support for this podcast comes from Pluto TV. Need an escape? Drop into Pluto TV for a world of free TV. Stream hundreds of channels and thousands of movies and shows all for free. Yeah, free. No subscriptions, no fees. Binge on 24-7 channels of Narcos, CSI, Star Trek, and everything from hit movies to the latest news, comedy, live sports, and more. Download the free Pluto TV app for Android, iPhone, Roku, or Fire TV and start watching now. Pluto TV. Drop in. Watch free. All right. That was, oh, we Damn, don't have That take, was a great break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, 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 we covered Refreshing. it in that first half. Um, all right, we're back talking about the 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 artist versus the, the critiquer. The comic versus the critiquer. Mm-hmm. And this year. Some people say critic, but I like how you say critiquer. it. Critiquer. <laughs> critiquer. I'll be yeah. your critiquer. It sounds more like grandma. Sounds racist. Yeah, critique. Hard. I didn't say. I did use hard. You use the hard. Not critique. Critique. You want them off your porch? I know critique. Um, <laughs> Chappelle, the man, best comedian in the country, and to ever exist. To ever exist. I wow. think so. Over Pryor. Really? Over Sinbad. <laughs> Sinbad ain't my guy, so Yo, okay. I'm just I, gonna be, flag that right away. I didn't not know my how guy. to do clean comedy for over ten minutes until I watch old Sinbad. Brain damage is Brain, classic. That's the one at Morehouse. My, yeah. Oh my god. On, you man. didn't like you didn't love that, fellas. I I'm not shaming Sinbad. Big fan. He's it, it, where I'm not gonna con- I'm not minute. gonna compare him to Chappelle. You. you Clearly said he's not my guy, which is how yeah, black dudes say. Yeah, but that sounds personal. Nah. That nah. sounds like there's you, a story. Wait, let's go to the tape. Listen, we again, can go to the tape. If, this, if you all had an agenda, 
to make me look like an asshole by the end you of this. You said it. I, I brought up Chappelle. No, I, and I you stayed on Chappelle. This nigga brought Sinbad. up Sinbad. That ain't my guy. What is that? Okay, for those who are not black dudes from a black city, that is not my guy. My guy when I don't I, want to talk about them no, no, no more. No, no, no. When I when, I'm, when I say that's not my guy, what I'm referring to specifically is comedy. That would not be a person that I bring up in the goat conversation for me personally. Your Who's, girl went to Aruba. Huh? Is that she what you went, said? She went to she went to a seventy one seventies party, and it ain't been the same since. But Simbad is Simbad is up there if you don't like cussing. Cursing. No, I I am in. He's he's a magnificent comedian. I'm not denying yeah. any of no, it. No, yeah. Chappelle's I Chappelle's him. it for me. That's I, the greatest you, to ever do it. Would you? Do you have a bit that you love of his that makes you go like, yo? That's- the to me the perfect bit he or the most perfect bit he ever wrote was that uh, how old is fifteen really on for what it's worth where he's talking about the R Kelly pissing on the kids oh, and whether or not you're so old enough to walk this. away he's dog he's oh, saying yeah, no this was like this was this could have been called for what it's worth two more yeah, right oh, <laughs> raw raw for what it's worth yeah right. for what it's worth her like <laughs> yeah like because uh the michael jackson thing but it's like those those topics keep coming back you know it didn't feel like oh he's rehashing old stuff it's like no like that's y'all still... rehashing old stuff so but it's also that he he also we we were fine with it when he was defending a community that no one gave a fuck about yeah, he was defending black people and nobody gave a shit. But then he started sort of digging into trans and gay and other things that people are actively it's sort a, of interested it's in. It's a very stay in your place type and of reaction. Exactly, to it. and it's like, and I to 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 the credit of some of the p- things that I've seen about it, I do think that some of his takes this time around lacked a certain heart that he previously did have like i do think it was a slightly more like i am just laughing at y'all because it's funny to me yeah but i also think that part of his point was to say like y'all took the fun out of having heart because when i had heart you made it seem like i was being a monster and right. now i just want to do bits so y'all want bits let's do bits well that he was did it. that was the 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 issue because he had i think in when he talks about using the word nigger at Comedy Central, that bit that he does on Six and Stones, you see the heart at the end. That's mm-hmm. why people clap, right? Yep. But there's no heart in the other things. I love the special. I don't think he went far enough. As far as being edgy? <laughs> as far as edginess. What? Wow. And I know what this is- what <laughs> I mean, Where else did you want I, him to go? You, they, they, I'm not even- He says the F word a lot. He says <laughs> yeah. it a lot, but- and I, I talked about. I've made a post about like I hate now in this time when the comic says I have friends who are before they talk about a group. Mm. Like that's trying to soften the blow, or it's trying to excuse not having the punch. The punchline ain't strong enough. Like I do jokes about groups of people, and if it's not strong enough, I just can't tell it yet until that punchline is good enough. But like when he does jokes about homosexuals or any group or transgender to say, oh, I have friends who are, it's like, what are you telling us that for? That's not funny. That's not a part of the joke. Yeah, it's to soften it's, the blow. It's, no, it's, it it's, takes it's, away it's, from the joke. It, maybe it's for immersion. Maybe it's because there are people in the audience who will be pulled in by that. You know, it's like every, the, yes. They should be pulled in by the premise. I, I mean, I do think that there are, part of but, our art is humanizing things, right? Yeah. Like you, you have to make the, essentially comics are coming into a lot of these conversations with an absurd take on things, right? True. The immediate response in, whenever I see a national tragedy is more often to find a bit than it is to- First instance. It's, it's a gross, ugly thing that <laughs> yeah. we all naturally do. And so the only way that we can make that reasonable is to first be humans and pretend to be humans at least and then introduce these other concepts. And so I think maybe I'm, I'm jumping ahead, but I think Rob's point is like this is just allowing us to see a human for a second and then. Uh, sort of like do the ugly comedian thing in the middle of it. I, I have no problem with that. It's the that method of saying I have friends who are. It's like, a shortcut. It's an easy it, it, way of exactly. saying I'm not ignorant. Or you could do a joke that says you have 
friends of that group or and he does it repeatedly in different types of ways i just think just saying i have friends who are gay before you make a gay joke is lazy i i think what i don't like actually is when i don't believe that you do you know what that I mean? Too, like yes. that's the okay. part that's corny to me. I don't mind if you do actually have friends that represent these groups or are these people, whatever <laughs> I'm not the fuck. Saying that you shouldn't have. <laughs> Clark does not want you to build Yo, friendships. If you gonna yeah. make fun of gay people, don't know no gay people. That's the only way to do it. I no, I mean, there's a way to present it that says, "Oh, this guy is clearly like I do a joke about um, musicals, right?" And that lets people but know. But you don't know no musicals. I know them all. <laughs> this nigga's wearing a swing oh, wow. shirt you know right now. <laughs> okay. I'm very extreme. <laughs> it's either, but like, I don't, and, and look, I, I'm not a critiquer of Dave Chappelle. I think, <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I love the fact he can tell jokes I can't. And I'm honest with, we're, we're all honest with ourselves about where we are and what we can do. So yeah. I love that he did it. I just think like, this idea that he went too far i'm like go all the way if you're gonna go yeah i i just think uh at the end of the day what we're doing it it, to me what what is masterful is speaking from an experienced truth and like part of like even in that that additional section of sticks and stones that like extra footage whatever like part of what makes that story about uh daphne that the trans person who was in his audience that he's having this conversation with endearing is it's an actual lived experience. It's an actual true thing that he's drawing on. And I think that where some of where people took issue was there were moments in the sticks and stones special that clearly aren't a lived experience, clearly aren't drawing from something real. It's just him being like, that shit's funny to me. Here's the bit about it. Juicy Smoulier. Juicy Smoulier, which is the funniest (laughs) thing I, I hadn't heard that tape. It's and so I, funny. I, this is why so nobody nobody went there <laughs> as him being a French actor. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it to that I think like you know he had so many moments of truth and honesty in the one right before this that people still critiqued him for as yeah. being transphobic. And yeah. it's like nah, y'all aren't listening. So now I'm gonna really wild out. You don't want to hear what I'm actually feeling about these people. So now I'm just going to I'm going to antagonize. I'm going to do that metaphor to the death. Exactly. Since if y'all going to have the the, if you all know how you're going to respond before you hear the whole thing. Yes. Fuck it. I might as well just do what I want to do. Yeah. And that was the beauty of that that set of four last year, which is insane that he did four hours last year. But in that set of four, you literally are watching a a 40 something year old man evolve on his takes of of the trans community. Right. It, from from the first special to the fourth special, th- that was a different person in his understanding of that community in that world and that should be something we go that's dope. That's a that's a man becoming something else in his art and as a person whatever and instead we're like, "Nah, he said words we didn't like at some point, so now all of it's ruined." I would think most people who had an issue or took the highest issue either watch anywhere from zero to one of the four specials. Yes. So that point that you're making is missed on them. Yes. This is this is all they see is the the this version, this latest version. They mm-hmm. didn't see the evolving from where he started. I could I could we could argue like he didn't he has some horrible thoughts about the transgender community before he started talking about it. And you gotta to be an effective tell an effective joke, you have to really weigh both sides. Like nobody just wants to hear you dump on anybody or anything. You Patrice I mean? hated women. One of what my you, favorite comics of all, probably my second favorite comic of all time. Really? Hated women. There's he talks Chappelle about then it. Patrice, then uh, Rodney Dangerfield, <laughs> then Andrew, then Dice. I love Dice. You know I'm a Dice man. <laughs> did you know? Did you know uh, Chappelle's openers on the uh, Killing Them Softly? tour was patrice and bill burr i didn't know wow that. isn't that amazing that's insane that's amazing bill burr yeah. what, what a, a show bill burr yeah. and patrice opening for Chappelle during the killing them softly run right. yeah thank you to joyo johnson for giving me that tidbit 
That's insane. That's in, that's what incredible. What if she made that up? shit. opening Satchel Paige. Did you know? <laughs> Eddie Griffin and Carrot Top opened know? for Chappelle. Ben Carson was the MC. <laughs> for the, and he for was the, wide awake yeah. this time. <laughs> for the Don't Shoot the Messenger yeah. European run. It's crazy. <laughs> Little known facts. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, I don't know if it's a difficult time. Have y'all had? Have y'all had bits that you don't do anymore because they went too far? Or did you soften um, them? I had I had a bit where I was wrong. Oh, and I, I know like, you hate to be wrong. And I, uh, and I, you know, never did it. Uh, I fixed it. Would I you? I was called out. It made it all the way to TV. No one had said anything about it. And then uh, immediately, like, after it aired, I got, like, tweets and stuff. And I was like, oh, like, you know. Simple mistake, just me being ignorant. You want to share what it is, or um, I said speak Chinese, which would get a laugh, but you know, Chinese <laughs> is not a language. It's getting a laugh right now. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just that and cadence it's, is very it's like funny just, to me. Just say a language, you know, but it's like a so it's Mandarin or Cantonese. Cantonese. Yeah, but Szechuan is uh, flavoring. <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely a McDonald's. We're here uh, to learn. We're here to learn on Classic Black Dude yeah. too. We're here to hurt just the Asian you. community here on Sesh, Classic Black Szechuan. Dude. But um, flavor. I uh, you know, after that, I just picked the language, just Mandarin, you know. And I, I didn't, I didn't mean anything by it. And uh, I guess you know, doing comedy in Atlanta was very polar, very white and black. Not a lot of like Asian population okay. that you know called me out on it so i i've had bits where i was wrong where i like i'll walk that back or not on stage but like in retroactively go like i don't i shouldn't tell that joke anymore that's not a fun yeah. bit for me who was it who did it offend who was the uh, uh i had a the one bit that always comes to mind i had a bit uh where i talked about how uh the uh i don't even remember how it goes but the punchline essentially was saying that black women uh are loud on the bus with their cell phones Eesh. and it's like all right my nigga what are we doing that's Boy. not the group you want to hurt that ain't right that's yeah. that wasn't the plan it was just a a easy response for an People audience will laugh at this and then you know i i've had both the i've had the weird circumstances in that i started primarily in white rooms and so it's that weird thing of like i i y'all weren't ever my target demo but you are for whatever reason the group that i've ended up playing in front of the most and you're laughing at that in a way that like retroactively i don't like that that exists you know what i mean yeah and mm -hmm. so i don't ever want a group that's not even present that i really like that literally is my favorite group mm -hmm. to then be the punchline <laughs> of the fucking joke <laughs> listen it's wow. on youtube group. my favorite yeah it, it it's 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 his guys it's just like man all you want is some laughs in the beginning. Yep. That's all you want is some fucking laughs. And I used to do a joke about ghetto STD tests. And I just think about, I was like six months in and I was having a crowd, mostly white crowds, mm -hmm. go, come on, say it, y'all, ghetto STD. It was just like, it's embarrassing. Right. Because I just shouldn't have been telling that joke yet. Yeah. Yeah. You know I, mean? I mean, I feel like there's a lot of people that when they get into stand-up, they are just starting to tell jokes and they're also just starting to think about things. Mm -hmm. They're just starting right. to, you know, not only are they starting to talk about it, but some of these ideas are new. Yeah. You don't audit your shit yet either. It's yeah. Like, oh, that's funny. I'll say it now. Like it's, go, like, go tell it. I, I have to fill in five and I don't even, you know. Remember that was scary? I don't even, five yeah, minutes. Five remember minutes when, y'all want me to say hello? Remember <laughs> when it was like, oh Come man. Come on brother, that's tomorrow. Damn, like, I'm headliner? I'm gonna say this, then I'm gonna say this, then hopefully they let me say this, you know? Yeah. I, I was so overconfident in like, how long they would laugh at a thing. That I was like, damn, I, you know what I mean? Like, they're going to be laughing at that for like 10 seconds. <laughs> like, I was breaking it down to that, how long they'll be laughing before I can, like, in my measurement of how long my set is. So yeah. I was like, damn, I only had time to get to that. 
Because they're going to still be laughing at this impression that I do of Al Pacino. I, I, I used also, to do impressions. I think part of the uh, the failure of some of those bits, too, is like the because we were new, because we were young and whatever this is, I wasn't ready yet to answer the why of some of the things that I was talking mm. about. That like I could point out what I thought was funny, but I couldn't tell you why it's funny. Or why that was worth bringing up in front of an audience. Mm-hmm. And until you can really start to answer that question, you can't justify some of those big, mean swings that we sometimes take. Sure. I'll make fun of black women now, but I got to know why. I got to know right. who and why this is the conversation that sort of has started here. But if I'm just being like, bitch, you loud on the bus. It's yeah. like, oh, you're mean. And that ain't cool. Yeah. It's, it's, it, has, it becomes more personalized and yeah. like, oh, this really happened to you. Right. And then you find all the little bits within that personalized experience mm-hmm. or using certain words. It's, so it's so many tricks to this. What were you going to say, Rob? My first paid gig, I decided to debut a where catchphrase. Was where was it? <laughs> where was this, where was, give us the backstory. It was give in Athens. Backstory. It was on 420. And... Uh, I don't know. I was going on a rant backstage, and I was like, "Y'all know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying?" And then, and then of course, like some white people in the room were like, "That should be a catchphrase." And I was oh, like, "I'm Lord. gonna try it tonight." And then, so then I would do a joke, and I'd be like, "Y'all know what I'm saying?" And then it would get like no response. For those who can't see, Rob has his hand out in a semi-cocked, like it's if you're like, shooting the the ground beneath yeah, you. Yeah, he's shooting a gun, but then, poorly. And then but after, only at his feet. And then afterwards, I'd be like. Y'all don't know what I'm saying. And then I would like go back. <laughs> it was like a two line yeah, catchphrase. We need this footage. Like uh, I was gonna have shirts that had like y'all know what I'm saying. And then on the back, y'all don't know what I'm saying. Like it's actually be- not a terrible idea. I was about to say I don't hate it, but knowing that you were new, like you don't know what to do with that yet. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the more, even with the Chappelle special, the more professionals are accessible to you, the more dangerous it is because. People start thinking, well, I can go out. Chappelle does it. I'm like, man, you haven't given us the niggers family. You haven't given yeah. us. You, you get the, he paid for that already with uh, the with two seasons. You know, Crow wrote that. What the nigger family? Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. That's that's a great sketch, Crow. Man, that wow. takes me to a conversation I kind of want to have, and we should have. Fuck it. All right, we're going to take a quick break on Classic Black Dude, and we'll be back with more Langston Kerman and Rob Hayes. I said Langston first this time. This sounds scary. Hey, I'm Kat Lasso. I'm Xavier Jarnigan. And I'm Speedy Mormon, and together we're the hosts of Spotify's new morning show, The Get Up. Every day we're bringing you the biggest news stories and pop culture headlines. Ooh, and the conversations you need to be in on. Okay. Don't worry, if you're not a morning person, we're doing the work for you. So just search The Get Up, hit play, and listen up for everything you need to know. With a playlist made just for you. Listen now for free, only on Spotify. Support for this podcast comes from Walgreens. Let's start with everyone out there who loves a good story. Now, narrow it down to all those passionate podcast listeners who are dedicated to living their best life. That's you, right? Well, Walgreens created a new, easier way to shop, save, and stay well just for you. It's called My Walgreens. And when you join, you'll discover personalized deals, instantly earn unlimited rewards, and receive real-time local health alerts. Join for free at mywalgreens.com. Exclusions apply. We always talk about, we get into, we had a conversation about what we can't say. Are y'all offended by anything anymore? Can anybody say anything? You can say what you want. Can other comics say nigga and you won't feel shit? I, I'll be honest. Nobody saying nigga has ever bothered me that much. Okay. I've, I think I've gotten upset more for the people around me, for the community. Like I'm more upset if somebody called you a nigga in front of me. You know what I mean? Because I know that that I know what they're trying to do. And I know that that may like create feelings inside of you that. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't know. It's not that interesting anymore, bro. Like it's that's not that exciting that like, oh, you you got three words that you can use to hurt my feelings. I'm good. I'm super sensitive. So you'll you'll feel some type of way. Yeah. And well, like, okay, if you if you a comic. A white comic and you say the N word, I'm not gonna dap you after your set. I'm not gonna. Be what like, if it's oh, hilarious? If it's hilarious, 
You gonna you got you, you got to give them that one. same energy. I, I don't know up. if I'll be the one. I gotta give them that same energy. I, don't know I would if, be the one. Nah. if it's hilarious, I will laugh. They got they already got the energy. Yeah, you okay. know what I'm saying. Like, I'm but not, I'm not gonna be like, oh yeah, you know, keep at it. Yeah, keep, I'm not encouraging you. I'm yeah. not. Yeah, I don't want. I I'm cool with what the choice you made. If it got me, it got me. But I'm not about to dap you up and make you feel like, all right, nigga number two, here yeah. we come. Because you got to <laughs> workshop that new nigga material. Right, exactly. Like, and there's going to be a process for that. Like, okay, this one's at the final stage, but I know it didn't start out perfect. Right. Or funny or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, you can't. You can't Louis had that moment for a while where, like, he, because he, he had that great bit. The uh, coffee. Yeah, exactly. That shit made this me laugh. This nigga made a good cup hard. of coffee. This, this nigga made the shit out of this yeah. coffee. <laughs> it's a great bit. It's is it a good bit or did he just say it very well? It's it's an undeniably great bit. I love it's it so great much. Bit. It's not just a I'm funny. I'm so sorry for what he did to those nice ladies, but <laughs> Jesus Christ, is that a funny joke? Okay. That being said, then there was like a period after where he felt real, real comfortable going on like podcasts and like oh, in interviews OP, and he was dropping in bombs. Yeah. And it was sort of like, oh, you got away with it. And now you really are trying to flex that. And it's like, OK, cool. I'm not I'm not going to ever be the dude on Twitter. I don't even believe in critiquing comedians that way where like I'm calling you out for your bad behavior. But I do see the bullshit. There's Patrice was okay with it. Patrice was okay with a lot of shit. DePaulo <laughs> was one of Patrice's best friends. That's wild. like you know what I mean. He was real cool with a lot that. And again, I don't agree with half the things that my heroes believe. Okay, but they're not my heroes because I agree with them. They're my heroes because they're better at shit than me. Like Patrice and Chappelle are just better at comedy than me. Do I think that they're always on the right side of history? No, these niggas be wrong as fuck. True, but I'm into it. Who, who's your top five rap? My top five? That's tough. But you got it. You know, I don't know, you know if I got it. Yes, you do. I don't Not, know. No order. Who's your no top five? Order. It better be Sinbad because you could cause yeah, a goddamn yeah, ruckus yeah. early. Because I want you to I open love, for him <laughs> at love, the Best Buy Center. I love Sinbad. It better be Sinbad all. five times Sinbad. in a row. Best Sinbad's one of the most entertaining people on the planet. Um, I love Berbiglia. He's up there for me. Okay. Like, uh, of course, Chappelle. Chris Rock. Um, more. You ain't got to say our names. It would be nice. But I know. I know. We'll just I assume know. us and then, but just say somebody else to make them. Feel Steve good. Harvey. Steve Harvey? Yeah, man. Come on, man. The GOAT. Funny times. You you just being funny. I'm no not way. being funny. You genuinely Steve would Harvey, put Steve Harvey in Steve Harvey was the funniest king. If Steve Harvey was funniest. in this room right now, he'd be the funniest person in this room. Duh. He's been in it since 69. I, like, I don't know that I agree with that statement. I'm not giving it over to Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey will eat your lunch. You know nah, Steve, Steve Harvey, Harvey does, will out he, mustache yo, me. He ain't going to out Steve Harvey me. does 45 minutes of stand-up before he hosts Family Feud. Come on, man. When have you ever worked out? The man retired, man. The man put out. The man Exactly. Listen, if all you have to do is make bug eyes <laughs> when someone says a wrong an answer you don't agree with, oh, of Lord. course you want to run some bits ahead of time. This you man just with these reactions. funny ass eyes oh, over Lord. here. Hating. And I will say that I don't have funny Your eyes. Your eyes funny. My at eyes all. ain't funny. I was watching Insecure. Like man, these, eye, man. these eyes are not cracking me up. Yes, one bit was on Insecure. <laughs> how how much working out did you do, bro? Uh, for insecure, yeah. not enough. <laughs> you got you got like feedback, right? People yeah, saying like, hey, yo, what, what is this? Yeah, everybody, well, everybody liked it, but not for the ways that I wanted them to like it. Oh, they're like, hey, you 